The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna And the fifth dimension. Well, hello, everyone. This is your host today, Vincent Jenna, and I am coming to you live from Holly Spring, North Carolina, North Carolina, and just really enjoying the fifth dimension because that's what today's subject is going to be about. It's going to be about the fifth dimension. And should we be ascending? to the fifth dimension. What is the fifth dimension? Is it more than just a singing group? Now, I happen to love that singing group. They were there from the late 60s, early 70s, very popular. And Aquarius was one of their famous songs. And it came about because of everybody's interest in the fifth dimension. 
that place that everything is supposed to be spectacular and wonderful, not this sucky third dimension, and the age of Aquarius that was going to help get us there. So you see that we have been on that journey of wanting to go to a higher level, at least since the 60s. I mean, of course, people have been doing it before then. But what brought this on? What brought this on? So we're going to be talking about that today and the fifth dimension in some really insightful information, which is what I try to present and share with all of you. But I am going to ask my listeners here to do me a big favor to get this show out as well as other shows. But my show, um, we are on and I am on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can listen to our shows everywhere, which is spectacular. But I need to ask you to do me a big favor. Do Cousin Vincent, and that sounds funny, Cousin Vincent, Cousin Vinny, all right? A big favor, please. If you go to my page here, unityonlineradio.org forward slash stop dash stopping dash yourself, and you get to my program page, and right beneath my picture is a subscribe notice and the icons for the different podcast apps or websites that you can go to to subscribe. So number one, please subscribe to my page. Number two, click on the first icon, which is the Apple icon. That's the, you don't see the Apple, actually you see an I, a little lowercase I. Click that and go to now the Apple site that has our page and click listen to broadcasts. And at the bottom, there is a little review spot. Please rate me and leave a wonderful review. That would help to get this message out there even further. I try to give as much as possible to help people to block and unrelease, unrelease, release their passions and purposes, whatever they feel their purpose may be, if they have more than one. Pursue their dreams, your dreams, right? I do that as best I can. Help you believe in yourself. So this is what I'm asking you in return to help me. Obviously, the higher my rating and the more reviews I receive, the more people will listen. It's sort of all about popularity, right? Uh, things that go viral, all of a sudden they become famous because everybody thinks, oh, if everybody else is watching this, this must be important. So if everybody else is listening to the show, it must be important. So help make my show important. I would greatly appreciate that. All right. So that is my love request from me to you. I'm not asking for any money or any donations, just a wonderful five-star review. Anything less than five stars actually brings down your rating. Oh, when you go, you'll see maybe there were a couple of people who didn't like what I had to say. Oh, I don't know. You don't even get a chance to read the, the I didn't anyway. I don't find a way to be able to read all the different uh, reviews, but apparently there is a way for others to read the reviews. So just please leave and that's great. So the fifth dimension, and should you be ascending to it, I'm sure some of you out there have heard that concept. If you're in tune with 
any of this metaphysical, even spiritual understanding, they do discuss the idea that there is a fifth dimension. That this dimension, of course, there's a fifth dimension, just so that you know. But I'm going to be telling you what those dimensions really are. But the spiritual realm and the metaphysical realm, everybody got hooked on the idea of this ascending to it, ascending to it, ascending out of the third dimension. But you'd still be living here, but your consciousness will be going into a fifth dimension. People have claimed that when they were in the fifth dimension, they saw God. They experienced an expansion. They lost the sense of self and the body. And of course, they say ego. You lose your ego. And now you're capable of unlimited feats and traits and abilities. And maybe you can then walk on water or heal others, but that's what people were experiencing. Now, if any of those descriptions that I just said, oh, and all of a sudden, magnificent colors and beauty and and just, again, a loss of sense of self and seeing the whole universe beyond the earthly plane. Now, those descriptions also sound familiar from the 60s because of psychedelic drugs. There was the history. It'd be very interesting for you to learn about the history of the psychedelic drugs. And if you want to do that, fabulous book by Michael Pollan, P-O-L-L-A-N, called You Can Change Your Mind. You can change your mind. And it's the history of psychedelic drugs, of LSD and psilocybin, which is also known as magic mushrooms. Also today, they use ayahuasca for the same purpose. But what happened, there was these doctors who got a hold of these drugs. They were doing experimental research on treatment treatments for certain mental disorders. And they were using lab rats, as they usually do. Um, And they discovered that these lab rats were acting very funny when they were injected with low dosages of LSD and the drug that is compound that comes from LSD. And I totally forget the actual um, scientific name, what LSD stands for, but you know what I mean. And the doctors were experimenting with these drugs and, and then decided to use the drug on themselves because of what they were observing in the lab rats. I'm sorry, I'm not courageous enough to see that even if a lab rat is having a good time, I don't know what the heck it was doing there, you know, smoking a cigarette and drinking a glass of wine and saying, peace, brother, I don't know what it could have been doing that would incite the doctor to now inject LSD in his arm. And they used a pure chemical at that time very low dose. And what this doctor discovered was his first acid trip. And in that acid trip, he felt he went beyond something. He went past this physical plane and started to experience this very positive, pleasant, euphoric feeling. And he did not believe 
that the brain was actually hallucinating because it was beyond the realm of what the brain could create. And so there was this idea that these drugs brought you to a higher level of understanding or the fifth dimension. But the reason why they named it the fifth dimension is because obviously we're in the third dimension, 3D. Anything with height, length, and depth or width, that is what's considered in the third dimension. They, they did it by measurements, actually. It was all by measurements. And so you, you double those points and you get the fourth dimension. You double those points and you get the fifth dimension. So science did that. It's not necessary to know how they came up with that understanding, just that they believe, and quantum physics believes that some way, and they have some identifying information and evidence that there is a fifth dimension of, of consciousness. So now, of course, the scientists started to recruit people to do research and discovered that LSD and magic mushrooms also helped to treat severe cases of alcoholism and substance abuse. People who were so severely, in, in, you know, what do I want to say? <laughs> that's all they could depend on, right? Addicted to it. Um, they found those subjects. They came in. They were willing to do anything, of course. So they injected them or gave them in, in drink form, whichever way that they you know, produced it, and discovered that these subjects were basically healed. They stopped needing substances. They turned their lives around completely. They experienced something so euphoric about life and about themselves that they no longer were addicted to substances. And so that research was going on as a treatment process. They started using it on PTSD, people who suffered from PTSD, mostly veterans, and they see their lives were turned around. But but don't mistake the fact that they also experienced absolutely horrid um, trips. And some of their subjects even committed suicide and jumped off buildings and saw demons and devils and went nuts. So depending, they realized, depending upon what your frame of mind was in, that was going to happen. Well, now the public got word of these drugs that were being used. Timothy Leary was a great proponent of using these drugs for the purpose of altering people's attitude and belief systems, turning them into more positive people. So that's why Timothy Leary became very popular, because he kept doing research and recruiting people and recruiting people and recruiting people. And so, of course, it got out into the public and then it became abused and people were getting it under the table illegally. Well, not illegally. It wasn't legal yet. 
Um, as soon as the government saw that Yao K, this was had some great uh, benefits to it, but it was causing some major problems and people abusing it, just the same as alcohol. They put they put a lockdown on it and um, said no more. That's it. You can't. Nobody. It's illegal to use any of those psychedelic drugs. Right. They made it illegal not only for the public to use it, but also for doctors and scientists to study it. So there was a, a stopping on that, even though Timothy Leary, as well as others, kept using it, but more underground than above ground. And there you got LSD and magic mushrooms. And still today, people are using it. But they've gone back. Doctors have gone back to using some of that medication for treatments. And, and and the spiritual realm, metaphysical realm, have gotten around that because now they'll do retreats and mushroom retreats are being done out there. I've had some colleagues tell me that they're doing mushroom retreats and uh, ayahuasca retreats. It did, ayahuasca does very, something very similar other than it makes you vomit like you can't believe. And and here is the thing about any of that. Okay, great. Yes, now people, there is a God dose, actually, that they've come up with. If you read the book, Michael Pollan talks about a low dose for peace and calming, and then the higher dose, the God dose, where you start tripping out and experiencing um, God, or what would seem to be God. So there is definitely that belief that you get to that level. Obviously, there is that belief. Otherwise, it wouldn't be included in the spiritual and metaphysical worlds. Um, but, but we're always looking. Here is the problem. We're always looking for something, an easy way to get to a higher level an easy way of getting to a higher level. So this has been used since the 60s. It's still out there. Native American Indians have been using ayahuasca and similar earth herbs and drugs to try to achieve some spiritual experience. It's gotten them nowhere past us, nowhere better than anybody else. Drugs have been used all over the world in different forms and in different rituals. It's not changed the damn thing. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe everybody's going to be a little bit more peaceful, but they got to come off of the drug eventually in order to function in life. And after the experience, and I've, I have a couple of colleagues that, oh, my gosh, that, you know, especially after going on their claim after doing magic mushrooms, psilocybin, that is, or ayahuasca, is that they released all their inner demons. The vomiting was a release of all their inner demons, all that darkness within them, all their issues. And now they're clean. Clean slate is what they claim. Oh, I don't have any more issues. And then I look at their lives, and I still see all their fears, and I still see all their negativities. And I see very little progress, maybe some. And I'm like, what changed? What's different? And you're still in this dimension. Your body is still here. Your mind is still here. What are you talking about going to a fifth dimension? 
And I don't see any change. And there's a reason for that. There's an absolute reason why these drugs don't make it. And this, like I said, societies and cultures have been using this stuff. This is ancient wisdom. Then maybe the LSD was newer, you know, when it was discovered and developed. <clears throat> but cultures have been using these mushrooms. They date way back. If you read some of the stories, you read that book, he'll tell you some of the history of mushrooms that were used, you know, decades ago. Decades ago. You know, all these drugs were used years and years ago. What do you think snuff was back in the colonial time periods? Not here. I'm talking about over in Europe. Don't you remember some of those movies that you saw? They walked around, particularly the men. You never saw the women do it. And they would take out this little tin and take a little pinch of something and and snuff it up each side of their noses. What the heck do you think that was? So we've been using drugs and substances to try to get to a different level since we discovered if we started eating the herbs, I'm sure, I am sure that we started doing different things with them because we experienced different highs. How do you think the first wine was made? It had to be made because... There must have been some berries that people had collected. And I'm not talking about the Hebrews or anybody else. I'm talking about even before that time, they're collecting berries and they kept them in their baskets or whatever, whatever pottery that they may have made. And they fermented. Maybe they left them in the sun accidentally. And they tasted it and they go, ooh, wow, this doesn't taste the same way. And they tasted it a little bit more, and they tasted it a little bit more, and all of a sudden they realized that it altered their consciousness and it made them feel different. This is how these drugs are discovered, by accident. For the majority, then once people understood that different substances caused different feelings, then people started experimenting. And of course, once science developed they started using different animals to experiment on so that it wouldn't kill people or hurt people. Up until that time, people were experimenting on their own. And so everybody was having these experiences, positive or negative, but positive. Say, say, let's just take the positive ones. How has it altered the world? It hasn't spiritually Yes, we have the information. Oh, yes, while you're having those wonderful visions, you're realizing, oh, my God, there is more. And there's many of people that they, yes, they do claim. And even the scientists and the doctors themselves claim, yes, there is more to life because we experienced it on these drugs. There is no way that the brain could have created some of these images. All those psychedelic colors that you see that's exactly what some of the experiences were, right? But the reason why we've not gotten anywhere having used these drugs, it's a couple of reasons. First of all, you don't want to ascend into the fifth dimension. We're going to discuss that 
and the fifth dimension itself on the other side of our commercial period. As soon as we have our commercial break and I come back, we're going to discuss the fifth dimension and why you don't want to ascend there. But right now in finishing up, what is important about your growth or evolvement? What is important about it? What's the important factor? You have to think about this. You have to understand this. It's most important to know that whatever changes you go through must be conscious changes, not unconscious drug-incited changes, drug-induced changes. It must be conscious changes. You have to know and choose the way you want to think and believe. And not because a drug caused you to do that. Because even having used the drug and having experienced some outer world experience or having even seen and touched God, even doing that doesn't change anything until you use it some way, until you consciously make a choice to apply what you've now seen, what you've now heard. And now there were, we can go back into history, you know, the stories of Jesus and his miracles that people saw, it changed their beliefs, but it still didn't change their lives. They still didn't know how to manifest. They just believed differently now. And they felt a peace in their heart, more of a peace, but they were still tormented. They were still killed and they didn't manifest anything new. They just believed nicer. But even in their believing, they still didn't use what the word meant in how to manifest and how and, and how that they were deserving of abundance. They did not still did not know how to create abundance just because they believed in Jesus, because they were being taught some of the wrong stuff that all you have to do is believe that Jesus is the way and the truth and the life and the savior and you'll be fine. But you'll be fine where in the afterlife, not here. That's what was taught. So you can experience some of the greatest information and still not get anywhere. And we're going to talk more about this, but we're at commercial break right now coming up. So this is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I'm your host, Vincent Jenna, and we are discussing the fifth dimension and the age of Aquarius and Ascension. So stay with me on unityonlineradio.org. Thank you very much.
You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Welcome back. And if you are just joining me, this is Vincent Jenner, your host, and we are talking about uh, the age of Aquarius and the fifth dimension. And it is more than just a famous singing group, even though that famous singing group modeled itself. It's the name of it, the group. The name of the song, Aquarius, was all modeled after what everybody was experiencing in the the late 60s, early 70s, and all of the psychedelics, all of the trips that people were taking, and the idea that everybody was going to or should be ascending into the fifth dimension. And what is in the fifth dimension? The fifth dimension, as a review, is where we're supposedly able to tap into all our spiritual abilities and we can heal and we can um, walk on water and we can levitate and we can dematerialize all of this stuff. And you know when you can do that? When you're dead. Yes, when you leave this third dimension, I promise you, you'll be able to do all of that and the other side, beyond the veil. But I promise you, it is not in the fifth dimension that you want to go. So listen to the first half of the show. And again, the reason why people are talking about this is, remember the time period, the 60s, what was going on then, right? It was only, you know, the late, the, the late 60s and stuff. It was only, what, 25 years after World War II and um, all of that nonsense, and we had gone into um, uh, the Korean War, and then we went into, we had the Vietnam War going on. We had all of this strife. People were seeing children and families killed in Vietnam, and there was all this protesting and a change in America that you, we had not experienced before. And then there were the Beatles and all this music that was telling us that we could be experiencing other stuff. And then drugs and LSD and trips. And people were experiencing all these psychedelic and colorful and out of this world. You. And they wanted to live there. They wanted to live there. I can understand that. I want to live in the fifth dimension. And we're going to be, you know, in that type of mode. It sounded so fabulous, right? All these people. Oh, my gosh, man, it was incredible. I felt like I could fly. I didn't feel my body anymore. 
<clears throat> I knew plenty of people related to me that used drugs and LSD. And I knew also people who suffered from it because they started having LSD, PTSD uh, flashbacks. And the doctor said that it was from the use of LSD. This person didn't always have positive experiences, and people were committing suicide, jumping off roofs because they thought they could fly, walking out right in the middle of the street, getting hit by mat trucks, thinking they were invisible. Besides going nuts and crazy and just shooting themselves or jumping off a bridge because they thought a demon was attacking them. So there were all different sorts of experiences, as there would be. Yes, these drugs released your defense mechanisms, your brain and your human defense mechanisms. So you did get a chance to experience your soul's mind popping through. But guess what? You also experienced your demons, those things that you have suppressed deep down inside of you. You don't want to release them all at once with a drug. I promise you, you don't want to do that. And you learn nothing. You learn absolutely nothing by using a drug to release all of that darkness. You're not releasing it. You're actually covering it up with another defense mechanism. You put another layer with the belief that you've gotten rid of everything without having to talk it out, without thinking about it, without making different choices, without changing your beliefs consciously, you think you're covering up or you're getting rid of, you cannot get rid of anything that's ingrained in the brain without you consciously letting it go. Consciously, not unconsciously and not subconsciously. You must consciously let go of your scars, your hurts, your issues, your pain. No drug will do it. There are legal drugs that psychiatrists subscribe that deaden the emotions that those thoughts and those beliefs create, but even those drugs do not get rid of the thoughts and the beliefs themselves. So psilocybin, magic mushrooms, LSD, ayahuasca, none of those drugs are going to get rid of it. They may make you feel an experience of what it's like not to have those beliefs or feelings, but they can't get rid of them. You know how wealthy the pharmaceutical company would be much more if they were able to create a pill that you could take that makes you emotionally and completely healed and better. You would get nowhere. It would serve no purpose anyway. Evolvement. The word is evolvement. We're here to evolve. Evolve to a higher divine being. We want to experience all of who we are, and we want to make choices based on those experiences. And those choices cause us to evolve or to stagnate and to stop, to stop yourself. It's choices. It's not a drug. It's choices. It's beliefs that come in making those choices. Beliefs influence your choices. So to know that you are one with God, you've got to consciously believe that, 
to make yourself then experience that. By that conscious understanding, you hold on to that belief far deeper. It has a far greater effect than taking a drug that makes you feel connected to God. Because then once the drug goes away, you don't know how to replicate that feeling, except taking the drug again. Now you can see where addiction comes from. And I know this worldly plane right now is pretty chaotic and bad and nasty. Yes, there's wonderful things going on it as well. But the wonderful things don't hurt us. Only the negative things hurt us. And this this virus is still going on. And it's ridiculous. And now we all have to get booster shots. Yes, you better go out and get your booster shot. I have to do that myself. Not looking forward to it, but I'm going to do it. I want to protect my family. I want to be cautious. We talked about that um, the past couple of weeks in my shows. But consciously, we have to be able to make the right choices for ourselves. That's what causes you to grow. That's why you're here. God, (laughs) when we get to the other side and we're assessing our lives and all of our higher guides are around us, whomever they are, when we get to the other side, It won't just be mom and dad. It'll be some more advanced spirits. And they're going to turn around and they're going to say, well, so what did you learn back there? Oh, man. I learned that ayahuasca, man, we should bottle that stuff and sell it all over the world. It makes you feel great. I threw up all my issues. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I did. So then you didn't have any more issues when you went down there? Well, no, I still had a hard time in my relationships. I couldn't attract anybody that I loved. But it wasn't because I didn't love myself. I threw that up. Oh, you threw that up. Okay. So then the law of attraction and manifesting didn't work for you down there. Well, I don't know. I can't say that. I don't know why it didn't work. Maybe because of where I was living, you know, there weren't enough partners out there that were good for me. I don't know. Or maybe I wasn't supposed to. That's what I expected. I figured I'm supposed to just be alone in this life. Or I'm supposed to not have any money in this life. I know that there's abundance. Of course, I threw up. I vomited the idea that I wasn't worth money or having abundance, I threw that all up. Yeah, went to several ayahuasca retreats. And oh, and I also did psilocybin, the mushrooms. Fabulous. Oh my God, I saw God. It was unbelievable. I saw all my angels. And my angels told me all that I should do. It was wonderful. Um, But did your angels tell you to get rid of the fears? Well, I threw that up. I only have a few fears left. Oh, really? Okay. But you're not done. Oh, God, no. I have so much more I have to do. But thank God for those drugs. Those drugs can really help me. Oh, okay. Do you think you can do it without the drugs at all? <laughs> what are you, crazy? What do you think? I'm God? I can't get that done without the drugs. Bingo. Would Jesus... 
have taken the drugs? Did Jesus need to take the drugs to believe what he believed? Did Gandhi need to take the drugs to start going around and teaching people that they were equal and that they had value? Did Martin Luther King Jr. need to take psilocybin and an LSD trip to understand his value? Mother Teresa, as she's gone around you know, helping the poor and giving up all her riches, was she heavily induced on LSD? Yes, I can see all these spiritual people. The Dalai Lama, man, he's got to be doing magic mushrooms somewhere. Lord knows he can't be walking around that spiritual not having done magic mushrooms. Come on. Is that what we're supposed to be doing? Is that what is makes it work? And so now what's the fifth dimension? Let me tell you what the fifth dimension is. There are several dimensions because that's where everything resides. Time resides in a dimension. Your spirit resides in a dimension once it leaves the physical body realm. It's on the other side of the veil. Edgar Cayce says there's about 22 dimensions. Who knows? We don't know exactly for sure. All we do know is the first, second, third dimension is here on Earth, but so is the fourth, fifth, sixth dimension at least. There are earthly, universal, plane dimensions here. Dimensions are locations. They're not shifts in consciousness. Not alone. And in actuality, the fourth and the fifth and the sixth dimensions are where your lost spirits are. Okay, yeah, I know there's a lot of people who don't talk about lost spirits here, but I do because I'm a medium and I've experienced them and I've gone and healed places. And that light that you see, that tunnel of light that NDEs, near-death experience people have described, people from all over the world have described very similar things. My heart stopped. I had died, and I saw a big light, a beautiful light, a tunnel of light. And at the end of that tunnel of light, my loved ones were there. Well, like I said before, that's an express train. That gets you and bypasses these local dimensions. You don't want to be in the fifth dimension because chances are you'll be meeting hundreds and hundreds of souls that are stuck on this earth walking and roaming around because they don't know how to get to the other side. We're the ones that can help them with that. You don't want to be with them. I promise you, I saw some of them. They're not happy. They're miserable, and they want to make you miserable too, most of them. 99.9% of ghosts are miserable. The other ones just stay around because they think that it's not going to get better than what they're experiencing. I shared some of those stories So the fifth dimension is a location. In this third dimension where you reside, you are capable of getting to a higher consciousness. Let's shift the word from dimension, the fifth dimension, to higher consciousness. And in you experiencing a higher consciousness here in this third dimension, you can manipulate and control and influence this third dimension. 
your body is in the third dimension. It does not have to rise to the fifth dimension in order to be healed. While you have a disease here in the third dimension, if you shift your consciousness to a higher level, you will vibrate at a higher vibration, which would help to heal your physical body in this third dimension. You would not have incarnated in this physical world in this third dimension if you wanted to experience yourself in some other dimension. You would have stayed on the other side in the higher dimension where there is no body, where there is no pain. There's only emotions, choices, still your mind, personality. So consciousness, that's what you want to shift. That's what you want to pay attention to. It serves no purpose. Now, do you think using one of those drugs is going to change your consciousness? Well, again, I know many, many, many people who've experienced that stuff. I'm talking many experiences, many people, and many times that each of them have experienced that stuff, and their consciousness level still hasn't changed because that has to be a conscious choice. Again, how you think and believe has to be caused by you and not a drug. Otherwise, you've grown nothing and learned nothing about who you are. Then, then we've created this fantasy world, this magical kingdom, that if you take this special potion, you become superhero. There is no special potion to take to become superhero except the potion of self-belief and self-love. Then you can become superhero. That's the potion in this life. It's not meant to be that way here. We purposely have a certain limitation that we've set up for ourselves to be able to grow beyond and evolve beyond the limitation. So you can see an item inside a box, but is the item always meant to be kept in the box? What happens when you take the game or anything that you purchase in a box out of the box? It gets used. If it's seeds, it can get planted and grow. If it's a game, it can get played with. If it's a picture, it can be appreciated and remind you of things. Whatever we get that's in a box need to be removed from the box. So the point is that we are a box here on this planet when we first come in, limited, limited in mind and body. And it's up to us in our spirit to remove ourselves from the box to show and realize we can go beyond this box. We don't have to be limited. We don't have to suffer by the things that come in the box, such as disease and illness, poverty, no home, no family, loneliness. That's all the stuff that's in the box. That's what a limited box looks like. And once you step out of the box and you realize you're more than the physical, and now you can incorporate your soul and the power of your soul that is connected to the God force, and you can now do these wonderful things. You can eat plentiful and manifest all the food you want, manifest all the money that you need and would like, manifest your dreams. 
That's what you use your soul for. And if you don't do it consciously, you'll never learn that you can. A drug or going into the fifth dimension is not going to produce that for you. Stop wasting your time trying to go to the fifth dimension. Get this one right. That's what everybody needs to know. And you are. You're perfect. You're wonderful. You got to remember that. Oh, my gosh. I had the most wonderful classes. The the using all your power classes, everybody saw changes within a short period of time, four weeks, two and a half hour a class. And these people changed their lives. Why? Because they finally started believing something different about themselves and they were experiencing new things every day. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled about what they've been experiencing for themselves. And as long as they keep putting the logs on the, the, the pilot light that I maybe started within their gut and they keep putting the work in to believe deeper and more and make those better choices and higher choices, they're going to keep expanding. You can do the same exact thing. You can keep expanding. You can keep growing by the choices you make. Choose to pay attention to your life on a daily basis. Choose to focus on greater things about yourself, about life, not focus on all the negatives of life. Be aware of them. Don't get me wrong. You need to be aware of them, especially today. That's what makes you choose to put the mask on while you're walking into a store today because you're not going to tempt fate. Right. We've talked about this over and over again. So it's all about choices and no drug is going to make you make the right choice. And it's not going to remove unless you consciously remove. And every psychologist and psychiatrist will tell you the same thing. Unless you consciously remove and deal with what's in your unconscious mind, nothing will make it better and make it go away. Nothing. N-O-T-H-I-N-G. Nothing. No special ritualistic retreat with, with any kind of herbs or drugs or medicine. It doesn't make it go away because then you wouldn't have learned anything. Then you wouldn't have grown. Then you wouldn't be able to take credit for the right stuff. You know all the kids that are on Ritalin? Do you know what they say when the parents or adults turn around and say, oh, wow, you got a great report card this semester. Good for you. You are really smart. And the kid turns around and says, no, nah, it's the mad medicine I'm taking. It's the medicine I'm taking. That's the credit that they give to their intelligence. It's the medicine I'm taking. It's the Ritalin I'm taking. Because I have ADD. And without it, oh, I couldn't be this smart. How is that? How is that learning how to make the right choices? Is that right? Is it then good for that person to go through the rest of their lives knowing that the only way they got through was because of the drug, not because of them? What have they learned about themselves? What have they learned about their unlimited, divine, magnificent abilities? What do you learn about that? Any of you who are on antidepressants or any kind of anti-anxieties, I do not talk against them. I think they're absolutely fabulous. I mean, I would tell my clients to go to a doctor, a psychiatrist, preferably, and get a, a prescription for one because it does 
it helps you get to the point of now being able to work on your issue. I always followed up my recommendations with, but work on your issue so you don't have to rely on the drugs and the medication. Some people can't get through life without the medication, primarily because they can't work on those issues. They choose not to. It's an easier way out. It does require work. I totally appreciate and understand and support mental health. As a matter of fact, my daughter and a, a whole group of us are walking for a mental health fundraiser in a couple of weeks. Actually, we're not even walking. It's a drive up now. It's interesting. The sponsors, instead of making us walk and have a big giant crowd gathered together, we're doing drive through. <laughs> But in any case, mental health is important to understand. But the way that people with mental health issues get healed, for the most part, I'm not talking about the outliers, I'm talking about the majority, is through positive self-talk and therapy. That's the point of therapy, to talk, to talk out your issues, to talk out your pains, to talk, talk out your scars. And that's what we should be doing, all of us. Each one of us have our own stories because if you're not manifesting what you want to manifest, obviously something has been hurting that's gotten in the way. It's not something positive that keeps you from manifesting. It's something negative that keeps you from manifesting. And you're stopping yourself because it's hidden away in your unconscious mind. Bring it to the surface. You could deal with it. You don't need a drug. Maybe take a glass of wine afterwards. But you can bring it up. You're good people. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about over the next couple of weeks in the month of October, bringing to the surface those issues that are getting in your way. Thank you for joining me today. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I will be back next week. I'll be back. And next week, I've got a surprise for you. Not only will I be doing my show, but I will be then on Dr. Dream's show, following right after me. She's doing something very special, Kelly Sullivan Walden. And so um, join us next week for two fabulous shows, mine and then hers. And it'll be very powerful. So God bless you all. Remember how magnificent and believe in yourself because you can only do that before you believe in anything else. Have a fabulous week now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. I'm Laura Worcester, host of the Intuitive Life Podcast. As an intuitive medium and teacher working with the world of spirit, I love to share the peace that comes with the awareness that our departed loved ones are still with us. And I also love to help people explore what it means to live an intuitively led life. Start listening now on mindbodyspirit.fm or wherever you get your podcasts.